Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I'm a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. This season is finally here, and we can't wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome to season seven. Hi, everyone. This is the first episode. We're very, very excited. We should be used to this, but we're not. But let's just go ahead and get straight into the classroom announcements. Um definitely click the link in our link tree or in our show notes to join the type of black girl community on group me. We're currently at 104 people in there. So that's huge. Cause mm-hmm. we just wanted to like the whole point of this podcast is really just to build community around women that look like and act like us type a, at least, um, or even, um, understand the type way type a way of life. Um, so please join the group me. Um, we are also reading Verity by Colleen Hoover. This is the second book um of type a black girls history honestly um and we will have two book club meetings the first meeting will be on november 12th at 8 p.m est um if you don't understand time zones type in 8 p.m est in the <laughs> and then say to your time zone that's how i do it that's a year and serious oh, time zones are confusing bro no i know I, I if it's anything mountain i don't get it i'm not gonna I don't get it and i, I don't, don't get it mountain I know if it's PS, PST, EST, I get three hours. Anything other than that, I'm like, hey, Google. Google. Because that, like, that two hour Texas, even Texas time, I'm like two hours back, one hour ahead. Depending on the time of the year, like it's it's a whole thing. So definitely type it in so you're not late. And the girlies are saying this book eats. So I'm very, very excited. And finally, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are at 168 subscribers. Let's go ahead and get to 200. Um, mm-hmm. And we're going to shake things up this season and on we're going to actually start with question of the week instead of rosebud and thorn so moms what are your halloween plans and what is your costume going to be okay so yeah question i I, i'm not gonna hold you this is probably the most unorganized i've been for halloween usually i'd be having my halloween idea what i want to be set the year before like i see everybody's content and i'm like Okay, I like that one. I like that one. I literally, I create a folder and I'm like, next year, we finna be this. Okay. Oh, wow. But I'm not gonna lie. The, the ideas I had, I feel like they've been really worn out. I'm looking at the girlies and everybody doing them. But one person has not done the idea. And I, I'm telling y'all this because I trust you. Nobody steal this idea. Because if I can't pull it off this year, I'm doing it next year. So please, I'm, I'm really trusting you. This is a relationship. Pinky swear. Don't look at my other pinky. My nail <laughs> fell off. Okay. I want to be Cameron in that pink fur, like, headband and the the pink fur coat. Have you seen that? Oh, in the car? With with the little flip phone? 
Yes. Yeah, you know the one. Like, I want to do that, but like a mini skirt look with like a pink fur coat, pink fur headband. Like, in the past, I've been Little Kim. I've always done like some sort of like rapper or like artist or like pop culture type vibe. I really want to do that. I've been looking everywhere. I've only seen it done like a couple times publicly and all of them have been custom outfits. So I'm like, do I got to go get a custom? I don't know what I got to do. I don't know if I got to go to Joanne's and Michael's and get some fur. I don't know, but I, I really want to do that. But my second runner up is like a circus ringleader. Like I found like the perfect one with like, like high black boots and like literally like a circus ringleader. Like I'll have, I'll have a little, like, what do they be? I don't want to say I'm not whipping nobody, but like, you, you I, know the, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I, I got to execute the vision. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that's my backup. And yeah, but I, I really want to pull off the camera on one and it's so cold. Like I'll be, I'll be oh. warm. Yeah. Last year I was an angel. Bro. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. I was naked. Yeah. I was literally naked. I, I the fact that I was alive after that day, I've never been colder in my entire life. That was my first night out in New York in the fall <laughs> with nothing on, tutu and bra. I kid you not, in a little in some wings. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Everybody yeah. was like, girl, what the hell are you doing? I said, looking cute. Looking cute and cold. Looking cute, shivering. But it was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what about you, moms? So, um, I don't, if you guys are new to that pod, um, actually, I don't know if I ever said this, but if you give give a few swaps from Instagram, um, at one point, I was very depressed in college, and this wasn't even during Halloween, but I turned myself into Zoom Um And, but it's the one with, um, I think, the green hair, or, yeah, yeah the green hair. Um, I turned myself orange. It was a whole thing. Somehow I had a shirt on that called, that was Black Girl Magic. And I really was an artist that day. And it really, like, if you're ever awesome. depressed, try to get a paint kit. I promise you, paint your face. You'll feel great. Okay. Um, hey, 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 our, our, our group chat, Faith, Faith sent us a picture of her. She painted herself as a dog. When I saw that little tongue on the side of her lip, I said, Faith, <laughs> are we okay? I literally had to check in with my friend. Hey, because we all, we all, we all said, huh? Huh? What, what, what is going on? At that point, I wasn't depressed. I was just bored. So it really, it really, you just, you kind of have to check in because you really never know what it is. But yeah, I was just yeah. bored. But I really, I do, in another lifetime, I was an artist. I probably no, a face-taking artist, but I was an artist. Um, but yeah, so I'm actually going to be the Oompa Loompa for, from the actual, the new age one. But so I'm going to have a um, skin tight red leather bodysuit and then I'm going to put my hair like to a point um, like the little men. And yeah, I'm going to be a Oompa Loompa. Like, you know, when they was talk when, when they was like dancing when old boy was down in the chocolate, that's going to be my outfit. So um, oh, I'm thinking when you describe the red outfit and the point, I was thinking thing one thing, too. No, girl. Oompa Loompa. But the little brown ones. I'm realizing I ain't watched that movie in years. I have no clue. I have no idea. Very, very excited. Here, as as we're so we're gonna jump in right into Rosebud and Thorn while Danae is doing her Rosebud and Thorn. I'm gonna find it so I can show y'all. I, yeah, I, show the girlies. Because we yeah. always say we're gonna post it on Instagram and we don't ever no, post it. I'm just gonna show y'all straight show y'all right now. Yeah. Um, but as y'all know, we have Rosebud and Thorn. The rose is something good during your week, the bud is something you're looking forward to next week, and your thorn is something terrible in your week. So for me, um, this past week, um, my friends have been very tight P-ish lately, like just kind of hitting me up like, hey, girl, what are you doing tomorrow? And it's literally 10 p.m. the day before. And I'm like, well, what do you have to offer? My <laughs> friend said, well, girl, I got tickets for us to go watch the Brooklyn Nets play. 
And out of football and basketball, I'm more of a basketball girly because I like to see their faces. And football, I hate having to just watch numbers run across the screen. Like, I don't know who's playing, what's being thrown. I can't see the ball. Basketball, it's a lot easier for me to follow. So I was like, of course, I'll go. Um, It was really just them scrimmaging. And it was free. So I was like, sure, I'll go. So I get up. I go all the way out to Brooklyn. Um, It's literally raining and pouring, mind you. I'm literally, like, fighting for my life because it was storming. Um, But I get up in there and... When I tell you this whole event, I've never seen grown people, I'm talking grown men well into their 30s and 40s, fighting children for free stuff. Like, moms, they had free shirts, not even not even jerseys, no nothing. It was literally black shirts that said Brooklyn on them. I was seeing grown men push children out the way to get a free shirt. And I said, you know what, I, I, I've never seen this in life. Ever. And when I came up in there, Dina was like, oh, my friend Dina, that she invited me. She's like, oh, I'm not there yet. But like when you get in there, make sure you go and get a seat because it was all open seating in the Barclay Center. So you could sit anywhere. Right. And she was like, oh, make sure we get a seat like close to to like half court or something. I don't even know. I was like, OK, I, I could do that. So I get up in there and I was like, oh, um, can I go to my section and like sit and be close to the floor? And he was like, oh, well, you know, we open the doors yet. And I said, well, what am I supposed to do until 1230? Cause that's when they open. He said, well. You know, we, we got a we got a barber over here we didn't hire. You can go get your hair cut. <laughs> that is the most serious thing I've heard in a minute. I looked <laughs> at him. I said, does it look like I came here to get a haircut? And sure enough, they literally had a makeshift barbershop, like putting the whole thing around. Guy, guys dead ass getting their haircut in the Barclay Center. I said, I didn't come here for that. So he's like, oh, you know, we got food. I'm looking pizza line down the entire arena. They got another section with, uh, with with hot dogs and pulled pork sandwiches. Some mom gonna go up to the hot dog man and talk about, can I get mine with chili? <laughs> I'm like, girl, mind you, they're pre-packaged hot dogs. He looking at her like, does it look like we have chili? We, <laughs> we don't got chili. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So it was just a whole lot going on. Like kids, people were sending their kids to push to the front of lines so they can go closer to be by the by where the players were. Insane. And, they're, the kids are booing the player. There was Ben Simmons, right? They started saying boo Ben Simmons. I don't know why they was booing him. Dina explained to me there was something that happened back in the day where the fans are now mad at Ben, and now the kids talk about boo Ben Simmons. Then when he going to walk by, oh, my God, Ben's going to get a picture. I said, now y'all was just booing him when he was half court. Now he closed by. Now we want to praise him. Weird. Weird. Kids, oh, moms, I didn't tell you. I told Faith this story before we got on, but I didn't tell you. Them kids was bad. There were some kids in the back. Someone had a cup of milk when the players <laughs> when the players came by, the kids were going crazy. We're trying to get like their jerseys signed and stuff. Why did somebody spill a whole cup of milk on Dina and ruined her Prada bag? <laughs> yes, spilled milk on her. No, no parents, no parents nearby. The parents were literally sending their kids to go sit by themselves in the front just so they can have a good view and take videos and stuff. Parents, nowhere to be found. Mom, Prada? Prada bag, yeah. Literally. She said these badass kids spilling milk. I got us go use the bathroom. I come back. There's, there's some finger licking Dorito kids sitting in my seat. He was cute. I said, hey, baby, this is my seat. He said, oh, you want a bag? What? <laughs> I said, yes, sweetie. I would like it back. <laughs> the fact Thank that you. we're the adult. Bro, they look at us like, oh, that oh, the big kids. Bro, bro. Yeah, miss, madam. 
I'm like, bro, I'm 23. I'm just a kid. I'm just like you. I'm just like you for real. Like, really blew me. Like, there was, we were taking pictures on my camera, and some man was like, oh, y'all need help taking y'all picture? I was like, no, because this is, I don't, I don't, I'm not giving my, my camera to no random stranger that I don't know, realistically. We got it, you know? He's like, oh, well, like, um, you know, I've seen y'all over there. Um, where are you going to post them pictures? I said, what? He was like, well, where are you going to post them? I was like, um, I don't know, Instagram? He said, oh, so y'all got Instagram. Well, my one girlfriend, she going to say, oh, I don't got Instagram. He going to look at her and say, oh, I know you don't. I said, what's going on? Like, what? Why did I just say that? She's like, what? He was like, what? I was like, this is crazy. You're shocked. Are you shocked? I was just like, what's going on? We come back outside. First of all, we wait in line for some bucket hats. Didn't even know. This is your sign to make sure you know what you're waiting in line for. We didn't realize the bucket hats in question. They said, oh, custom bucket hats for free. So everybody's waiting this long ass line. We get to semi the front. Why the bucket hats in question, like these plain white bucket hats from Amazon and the personalization you could get, the customization you could get was a bunch of markers at the front with kids was writing their name on it and crayons. I said, this is the bucket. I'm thinking it's an actual official Brooklyn Nets bucket hat. No, no. Like some mom in the back yelling, talk about, oh my God. Like they said they're running low on bucket hats. She going to say, no. Some other man, some other mom arguing with the man that's leading the bucket hat line, talk about, well, why don't we just, whatever's left, you just give it all to us in the front and we pass it back. I'm like, well, that's not going to work. Like, I not to do that, bro. Nobody's honor system. Are I've been seeing grown men push children for a shirt that say Brooklyn on it. The honor system is not going to work in here. At all. It's not going to work, babes. So long story short, we just got our plain little white bucket hats. And I said, this is, this is crazy um girl then then three grown men tried us so we we already had our issue taking pictures before right so we went to this little photo booth area and i was like oh mom like ma'am do you mind if we just like take pictures on our own she's like yeah you're good so i'm trying to like fix the flash in my camera because it's not working these three grown men come up to us the ringleader is this short little leprechaun he the ringleader short man syndrome and i say that because he was rude as hell he was like oh uh can you take our picture and i was like Mind you, my friend's sitting here waiting for her picture to get taken. She's standing right there. I'm like, oh, well, I can just wait until I'm done with taking my friend picture. He said, no, 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 you're taking too long. Like, we need our picture taken. I said, what did I just tell you? Listen. Wait until I'm done taking her picture. Listening is critical. Open our ears. Wait until I'm done taking her picture. Then I'll take your picture. Well, y'all taking too long. We need, we need our picture taken. Why, as I'm saying this, the other two friends go and just stand in front of my friends? <laughs> like, they're literally standing there waiting for them. They literally stand in front of them. Upstage them. Just. And I'm like, what are you doing? And literally the man's like, well, why don't you just take our picture? We've been waiting all this time. We wait. We wait for y'all to be done. I'm like, literally, she, I'm going to take her picture. She's going to take my picture. Then we'll be done. Then you can come and take all the pictures you want. I'm not taking your picture. No. His friend still sitting there looking dumb. Mind you, these are like 40, 35 36 oh. old men old men these are not no teenagers these are old men bro i'm thinking they like 20 something they, they, no. they these are grown ass men with children potentially grandchildren like i'm like literally they were so off i was like bro no but them standing in front of my friend blew me <laughs> literally dina said that my face she said it looked like i had a loading symbol above it because i literally was just looking at them like <laughs> 
like no way you just did that i said i'm not taking your picture and the, the man the, the short man that was the ringleader of it all every time he said something he would laugh mid-sentence he like well why can't you just <laughs> take our picture i'm like i'm not taking it <laughs> like get out of my face bro what did you talk about like he's literally hoyucking the whole sentence goofy that's insane I was so pissed. Like, literally, we just left after that. We literally just left. Because I said, there's nothing more for us to see. No. They had an influencer game. We thought the whole time was the, the players practicing, but half of it was an influencer game. So it's like D-list influencers on their shoot the basket. I've never seen something so disappointing. <laughs> Did nobody make a basket the entire time? And I'm looking at Jay Critch. Jay Critch, fine as hell. But he, he sits five. Let's find out what this man looked like. Oh yeah, look him up. Look up. Look up Jay Critch. He's six five. He looks like he should already be on the team. Somebody oh. out there need him to shoot a basket. How do you spell that? Because this can't. This can't be right. J A Y. Okay. C R I T C H. C R I T C H. Okay, that's better. Oh, I ain't never seen this man in my life. But yeah, he he look a little Dominican. So I was yeah. just like, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So I was just like, um, I was just like, what's going on here? Um, but they had the, the influencers playing, bro. When I tell you the, the actual players were sitting on the sidelines watching the influencer game happen, half of them just got up and left because people were just throwing the Jay Critch acting like he actually played. Like he was shooting the basket. Like he was a real player. When I tell you moms, he was throwing the basket, throwing the ball. People was having to run to go get the ball because he missed so bad. <laughs> That's so freaking amazing. I said, that's humiliating, actually. Like, literally. Players were trying to give them tips. I said, bro, they ain't never, no one on this court has played basketball a day in their life. All. all types of rules being broken. And I barely know the rules myself. So, all together, had a great time. Besides besides the kids running rampant and the parents being crazy asking for chili dogs. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that was really the broken nets. But it was all free. I paid nothing. Like, everything Love. was on the rules. Love. Love. Um, my bud is that I'm trying to go to the like spooky nights thing at Sid's Flags. I'm trying to make that happen. I really want to do a lot of spooky stuff. I already went to the pumpkin patch last weekend. Wow. Yeah, the weekend before last. And then this past weekend, I went like spooky shopping and stuff. So the next goal is to go to the haunted houses and Sid's Flags. Um, and my thorn is that literally the post office, first of all, not having a printer is a luxury that I think a lot of people take for granted. I don't have a printer right now only because I don't have space in here to have one realistically. Yeah. And I thought that the office, there's like an office space in my apartment building. I thought they would have it. I had to print something out today, like urgently. And I was literally going all around the building, testing my friend Grant, like, Hey, do you have a printer? Asking my neighbors, do they have the printer? No, nobody got a printer. So I'm like, I got to venture out into the field. I got to go outside the apartment, yeah. see where I can print something. Yeah. Girl, I go to the little print shop down the street. It literally says printing. I get in there, he talk about, oh, well, you don't know it because the, the signage actually peeled off, but we only print pictures. And I said, <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, he said, I don't print eight by 11. Like I only print literal pictures. So if you need a glossy picture, I got you, but I can't just print out a regular piece of paper. I said, he said, your best luck is trying, you know, somewhere else down the street or UPS. UPS is like almost a mile away. So I was like, I can't, I'm not trying to go to UPS. So I keep walking. I find another little shop. I asked them, he talking about, oh, well, you know, usually I charge $5 per print, but for you, my friend, I charge you $2.50. I said, that's not a deal. Like, what? what, what paper? 
with one piece of paper, moms. I said, for you, my friend, get the hell out of here. That ain't no deal. That's probably the original price anyway. Most likely. Come on. Most likely. But then I'm like, okay, maybe I'm, I'm trying to negotiate with him. He talked about, oh, but I got to call my daughter to help fix the printer because the printer not working. So. <laughs> said, so you would have to come back in about 10, 15 minutes. I said, keep it, bro. And then call I was like, oh, well, like, how would I even pay you? Like, do you take Apple Pay? Cash only. What is said, it? Said, so let me go scoop up $2.50 out of my apartment because I don't carry cash, babes. So I was just like, okay. In the midst of me going back and forth with this man, I get a Teams notification. My manager calling me. Can you call me back urgently? Uh, I said, huh? I said, this is my lunch break. I said, I literally just left. So now I run back to my apartment. Plug in my, like my laptop's already plugged in, but I, I log back on. I'm like, hi, try to call back. Oh, can you actually call back in 30? Couldn't have been that urgent. I said, oh, brother. So I'm like, okay, I, I venture back out eventually. I go back to that little place. I bring my money, okay? Because I was like 250 I don't know. UPS is a far walk. I'm not going all the way over there. You know, somebody stole my scooter, so I don't, I'm not going, okay? So I said, all right. So I literally like sat there and he got the first print out. And I realized I had to print a shipping label too. I should never mention that. Because when I tell you that, that printer broke down, I literally heard it fighting for its life. It was like, <gasps> like literally heaving to get the next paper. And literally- it was like a streak, only half the sheet printed. He talked about, oh, for you, my friend, because of your trouble, that's free. I said, oh, <laughs> I said, oh well, thank you. So I literally went home with friggin' half a sheet just smeared down all the way. I said, you know what? I must not need to print it that bad. I just won't ship it. It's, just, that's it's, it's a done deal. So <laughs> long story short, um, tonight I placed an order for a printer. I said, I can't do this no more. I gave up. <laughs> If they won, <laughs> like y'all won, bro. Y'all won. <laughs> oh, a full printer. That's so. That's such an adult purchase. It literally is. But I got like a portable. Like it's a smaller one. Like it's not okay. a huge one. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's a thermal printer, so don't take ink. I don't okay. know what that means. I mean, okay. shout out to technology, but I genuinely don't know what that means. So shoot, we'll see. Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll give a review on the story if it works. <laughs> well you know a little bit um y'all this is Oompa Loompa oh okay 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 yeah um potentially may have a Halloween party I've never gone to a Halloween party well in college I think I did but pandemic right ruin that I think I went to one or two um but might go to adult Halloween party and I'm just like uh, I don't know none of y'all like it's like a co-worker of, of Dammy's you know so it's like mm, what is something yeah. to do you know, yeah. for me to get out the house, that's kind of, I think next year I'm going to try to get out the house more because this past year I just traveled a lot. I was at the house, but also was just out of the state. I didn't really yeah. get out the house until I needed to be on a flight. I was very much homebody. So next year, just, I just thought of this. I need to be out the house more and actually do activities that are in my state. Um, yeah. Hey, but the Halloween yeah. party's it. My family used to never celebrate Halloween, so I just never went to Halloween stuff. We did, we did, um, Halloween nights. <laughs> no, no, literally. Yeah. My parents are going to a coworker Halloween party this year, and I said that's shocking. They talk about they gonna be matching Dracula and Drac Dracula. <laughs> said this is growth. What? I remember we couldn't even watch Wizards Waverly Place in the house. Now all of a sudden, Dracula. My mom threw a book because she said there was a spirit. Threw out a book on the balcony because she said there was a spirit in it. She said there was an owl on our balcony, and that means there's a spirit. I said, Mom, 
can I just and to this day I still don't know what the name of that the uh title of that book is but it was so good I was pissed because my whole personality was books during middle school no same oh I was oh wow no hey my grandma made us stop watching fairly odd parents it was serious business well serious business I said Cosmo and Wanda and Poot what was that baby's name I think it was Poof Poot Oh, yeah, it was Poot, unfortunately. No, 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 it was Poot. No, I think it was. Why were they named that baby Poot? That's why I was like, she might be under something, but. I, mean, I think it was Poot. I think it was Poot. Yeah, yeah. That sounds a little bit better, Ooh. actually. Actually, a lot. Oh, but my RBT is Rose. I have gone through three cleaners, and I third time's the charm. And this is what I had to do, okay? I had to get a little bit racist. I had to type in black cleaner because I knew they was going to be a good, do a good job. I knew they were going to be a small business, love supporting black owned businesses. And I went on Yelp. I said, Hey, this is what I got, whatever, because I had COVID and I need somebody to deep clean my house because I can cook, but that cleaning part of the housewife, I will use my little disposable income instead of buying a few new outfits. I will buy cleaners. So mm. got them. They were one of the cheapest out of all of the, cause I did like a Yelp search. Um, they were like, do you want us to do your competitors? I said, absolutely. Sent me like eight people, uh, eight companies text me. Cool. 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 One lady going to say, Oh, well, um, depending on how dirty or clean your house is, is one will, how we'll give you the price. But this is the approximate. No. I need exactly what I'm going to put in that budget, okay? Mm. Um, so, yeah, caught them up. They sent me them that form. I got it. And I was like, oh, how can I pay you? She said, we will send you an invoice. I said, oh, this is real professional. Oh. I said, oh, you was trusting. Oh, gosh. So, uh, shout out to them. But they came, the past cleaners, I've had to, the first cleaner, Lola came. She left. Lola came and said, she didn't do that. She didn't do that. So I'm pissed because I'm like, you didn't waste my money. You didn't waste my time. My boyfriend didn't come here talking about some, you basically didn't hire a good cleaner. And I'm like, oh, I'm hot. Do the same, go through the same thing. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm, let me give him a benefit of the doubt. She did a better job, but I had to say, she was, oh, she was cleaning the counters with window cleaner. That's what it was. Yes, moms. And I Windows? No, no, no. It said window cleaner, like the one that foams up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, if that's the only cleaner you got, okay, but huh? Come prepared, Bookie. No, thank you. Can like why are you using do you want to use my stuff? Like you should okay. But the thing is, they were contractors, and that's what Dammy was saying. Mm. Like, those are contractors, they don't really not that they don't care, they don't care, they're gonna pay to the way. These people, their name is on it, like they had the they had sisters cleaning on it. Bro, sis is cleaning company. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Type that in. If y'all want it cleaner, they did everything. I'm talking about I could see my reflection in everything, moms. They ate down. I we didn't have to tell them anything. They gave us a checklist before they came of everything they're gonna do. And mm. I, it was so clean, I didn't even feel like I had to look at the checklist. Because mm. it was Mom. checked. It was checked. The other people, I had to do it. I literally had to look at a checklist. I was like, did they do this? Like, I should not have to do all the extra work because I'm, I'm paying right. for service. So shout out to Sisters Cleaning Company, okay? So that was my rose because uh, Lola's family's coming over this week because um, he is, um, it's his birthday on Friday, so we're excited. Cooking Papa, that's that's our his, a nickname for him. Cooking Papa's turning 25, very, very excited. Y'all don't call him Cooking Papa, though. 
Y'all call him Dammy. Like, please don't. Anyways, Bud is um, my birthday trip. I'm going on a cruise, and um, my two favorite cousins and my sisters. We made out the group chat. Like, we are going on a unfortunately a carnival cruise, but a cruise nonetheless with my family. And it's no, no, no um, parent. This is our first no parents family trip. So I'm so excited. Like everybody ended up paying like truly shout out, shout out to my cousins. Cause I didn't, I didn't know if they wasn't aligning to the payment plan. Mm. I gave them the payment plan and the Google sheets wasn't the Google sheeting. I, I can tell you that right now. And finally Thorne, um, I got COVID going on a bachelorette trip. Um, that's not going to make it in here, you know, ups and downs. And then, you know, we don't like to use that lightly, but ups and downs. Um, and I got COVID on the plane and that was a, the, the plane was a whole thing. Men are insane is what I'm saying. Girl, why did I get my period right after the COVID symptoms subsided? Like, can I catch a break? It's, it's giving your body hates you. God hates me. And the thing is, did my birth control literally tell me your period's coming this week? Yes. But that's neither here nor there. I had COVID. It felt like there were little L's knocking in the front of my head. And in the back of my eyes, I was shaking. I could barely walk outside without a full winter coat and winter outfit on, like, like coughing. Damn me, me over there, like, talking about some, well, I mean, uh, I'm going to sleep in the bed with you. I'm like, hey, can you pick up a blow up bed so I can sleep out there? He's like, no, I don't, I don't, I, I can't, I can't get COVID. So Mr. So Mr. Immune has been sleeping sleeping in the same bed with me, and he's he, I guess he's fine, but to this day he's never got COVID. So he he for some reason, yeah, he just gets a really bad headache, or like around the first day I get COVID. That's the only thing that's happened. So maybe COVID to him is a really bad headache. I don't know, but I've only had it twice, so it might be a coincidence because I also he started a new job. So anyways. Yeah, that's my RBT, but life has been good during this. We literally had a week of off season. I was going to say, y'all, we we didn't have an off season. And you know, usually we do. I think that also might be why we're so good at this first episode, because usually the first episode, we're warming up. We're like, hey, guys. Yeah. How y'all doing? Like, yeah. realistically, it's only been a week since we filmed the last episode. And it's only because we have a lot of really good things in store for you guys since 2024. So it means sacrificing a little bit more this year with less off season that we can give you guys good timing for the next season. Yeah. Now there will be a bit of a gap after this season. Yeah. We're going to cross that bridge when we get to it. Because after at the end of the bridge, at the end of the rainbow. There's a pot of gold. There's a pot of gold. I promise you. You guys, you guys have to wait. And again, I need y'all to remember, we only have 10 seasons per episode. This has been a consistent thing since season one. But again, this season will only be 10 episodes and we will have a longer off season but there will be a pot of gold read it if you want to yeah for real for real um trust the process um but this episode we really have a lot of calls in the request line that we have been saving up we wanted to answer them last season but realistically we just got really deep into the topics and we're like we're just gonna have a whole episode dedicated to answering you guys's what was that accent? Did you hear that? Answering. <laughs> I said, oh, that's a little, little British in it. Um, answering you guys' dilemmas um, and giving you guys, honestly, enough time to answer them too, because some of these are very like in-depth and we want to give you guys actual good answers and not like rushed two, three-minute ones. 
Yeah. So um, we have a couple here, and then we're going to wrap up this episode with a good old why would you say that slash pop culture section that we're now calling Hot Topics. Um, yeah. Shout out to Wendy Williams. Um, so yeah, we're going to have that to wrap up this episode. And yeah, mom, let's go ahead and get started. Do you want to read the first one? Absolutely. All right, you guys. Um, so this was submitted back in September, so sorry for the lateness, but it, it, it'll be great because we can deep, deep dive. Hey, y'all. So this isn't necessarily a problem, but this is something that I am trying to work on. I am a recent graduate and I'm a, I, I'm a professional dancer, teacher, writer, creative leader, and many other things. I'm living at home and aiming to move out the house by summer 24. I pride myself on being boundless in my career endeavors as I pursue my passions. But anyway, this new grad life is rough. I am pursuing big dreams and really want to move in, move in the upcoming year. I have opportunities I'm a part of, but I've been struggling with comparing myself to peers I follow in New York City or literally just graduated with and also just wanting more. I pray and journal to ground myself to be grateful for my accomplishments and the path that I am on. But I wanted to know from you guys, what resources do you find helpful to ground yourself and help stay present and grateful? I know I'm on the right track, but I'd love any book slash podcast slash anything else that will help give me perspective. Thanks. All right. Um, so I, I, I kind of took this one on, but moms chime in, please. Um, I definitely struggle with this graduating. I know. Yeah. We're about, we, we got, we got a few months on us graduated. I was a year even, um, and some change. Um, but I will say, and I, and I even talked to my therapist about it, like comparing myself to, even though like grand scheme, if I put myself in my own lane, I'm doing my big one. But comparison is really the thief of joy. And like, mm. like you can say like, oh, I'm doing really great. But like, if you see somebody else do something and like, you, it might not even be in your lane, bro. It still might, might, might make you feel some certain type of way. And so you really got to get into that, that journal and figure it out. Cause like my journal, shout out to her this year. Cause she really ate, ate, she really ate my devotional and my journal. But I will say one, and my therapist told me this, put limits on social, on social media. Have I still mm. been saying shut up and give me 30 more minutes or give me 15 more minutes. Yes. But putting limits on social media and being very proactive and not like, you don't, my therapist said, you don't have to pe watch people's stories. I said, Oh, you might be on She might. I was, like, I was like, you know what? You're right. Like I really don't have to know about their lives. Like if I miss a full week of not looking at their lives, like that's totally fine. And what I would, what I did for the, uh, consistently for the first half of the year is I gave myself a full week every single month to not be on social media. It was mm. hard, but I knew the week was coming. I would pick a random week throughout the month and I could be like, this is the week that I'm going to focus on myself and focus on my accomplishments. And it helped so freaking much. Like you don't know, you don't know how impactful a full week of no social media is until you don't do it. Like I was just watching YouTube, watching Hulu and watching Netflix and really like going on walks, get, doing reflections. I'm like, this is really grown of me. Like I, I could be swapping on TikTok, but I'm not. Um, also the people you're comparing yourself to may hide their stories until you feel comfortable in what you've got going on. Mom, did you write that one down? Or was that me? I, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't write that one down. Okay. Okay. That, I was like, wow, that was really good. I thought that was me, but no, that wasn't, that was me. Uh, the people you're comparing yourself to maybe hide their stories until you feel comfortable in what you got going on. Just because like, they might, it's, at the end of the day, Instagram and social media is a highlight reel. They're not going to be like, yeah, you guys just walked 17 hours or 17 minutes in the rain and I'm pouring rain. All they're going to post is a cute rainy day. Like, you know, yeah. it really, 
not to say like people's lives are worse than they make it, but like, that's really what it is. Like not everybody's going to share everything. Like maybe you want them to, they're just going to share their accomplishments and like, just like just surface level stuff. And that's okay. Yeah. Just don't dip deep dive, worry about yourself. And I know it's harder. It's easier said than done. Okay. I know. Yeah. Also make goals that align with what you want on your timeline, not anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Not your timeline. What do you want by 25? What do you want by 30? And are those things that you're doing at the moment aligning with those goals? Mm. You got to think. Don't feel like you have to pigeonhole yourself into what everyone else's goal by that point is. Or to feel like you, I feel like so many times, especially our age, people feel like I'm only 23, 24 and I'm behind. There's yeah. no reason why we should feel like in our mid-20s we're behind for literally doing what everyone else in their mid-20s is doing. Don't compare yourself to some outlier person that is like light years ahead because realistically, they're only posting the trophy. They don't, you don't see the whole race. You don't see the full journey of what they've been through. And they yeah. might be going through a lot and they're not telling you. Or they might be doing really, really well in one part of life and like completely failing another half. Yeah. You might be succeeding in other areas of life that they're not. So don't feel like, oh, only one section, like career or I don't know, like they travel more than you. They could be having thousands of dollars of credit card debt. Girl, I didn't know the TikTok girl was doing it. I didn't know the girl was having 30K worth of credit card debt. Didn't. So it's what? like you don't know the behind the scenes of what people are truly going through. So don't feel like you have to compare yourself. And even on LinkedIn, like limit LinkedIn. You limit. don't have to go on. You don't have to go on LinkedIn and see people. I am so proud to announce. I am thrilled to announce to the public. Like you do not have to read people's announcement posts because realistically, I think post-grad and even when you are about to graduate, that's when LinkedIn is really a time for people to be like, I did this. And if you don't want to see other people's I did this is and compare yourself to that, you don't have to post on it. There is no requirement for you getting hired to any job that says you must post on LinkedIn about your accomplishments if you're not ready. Or, or even if you're not ready, if you just don't feel like doing it, you don't have yeah. to. At least yeah. have the profile, but don't feel like you have to do that. Yeah. I feel like at a point you should just to like document your progress, but only when you're comfortable doing it. When you're it. comfortable. When you feel like it's not, when you feel like LinkedIn isn't a toxic social media for you. Yeah. Oh, huge facts. It never got to that point, but I didn't realize the girlies were feeling that way. And I was like, oh, I guess if you, if you do scroll it like a, a social media, like an Instagram, I can see that because it's only, nobody's talking, I guess people do say I've been laid off, I need help, but more often than not, you say, I just accomplished this, I'm proud to announce that I just got a promotion, all that jazz. Right. It's the most boastful social media, honestly. Literally. I mean, shout out to y'all, but don't be scrolling if if you know it's going to hurt your your ego. Um, Also, make Pinterest boards that align with your goals. Um, For me, Pinterest is where I, I make my grocery list. But I, I do feel like if if you can make oh and and outfits, but I I literally have a cool girl board of how I want to dress and it helps so much. But how you mm-hmm. want your life to look like just sitting there and really reflecting on what you want your life to look like is very, very helpful um, to run a bath, get that iPad out and start start going. Also, figure out what it is that you like and also that's very hard that first year postgrad because it's like I finished school I got my job now what like mm-hmm. literally now what or like I I I finished school now what what do I like outside of what my friends like and what I liked in college what what is my adult thing 
um, deep dive into that and continue to say nice things about yourself and to, and to yourself and use positive language. Like just this mm-hmm. year, I would probably say the second half of the year, I started, I have continued and it's like a continual thing right now. I have been catching myself to not say, I think I'll go be like, I think, and I, and then I have to correct myself. No, I know, or I am positive about this. Like, no, why, why am I saying, I think like you, you've done so much research. This is not a, I think situation. Stop, stop like second guessing yourself. So that's something that I know I need to correct myself on because other than today, I know I'm a very confident person, but I can get real anxious real fast. And I think go, go, go crazy in my sentences. And finally, have a friend you can confide these thoughts to and not feel judged for because they also might be in the same boat or have a similar situation. So my corporate friend, um, and we ended up becoming best friends, India, she's a person that like I go to with like my corporate doubts and stuff like that. And like, like just a post-grad adult thoughts, because as we continue to go back and forth, I'm like, we have a lot of the similar thoughts. And we're working through this together. Like, I will say, like, compartmentalizing your friends, like, it's very helpful because, like, when I when I FaceTime her, I'm like, hey, girl, how's work? You going through it, too? Okay, me, too. Like, it, mm. it's good to have somebody that's going through the same thing as you. So, and I know not everybody's lucky to do that, but she, it's kind of like a trial and error a little bit, you know? And also on that note, like whoever you're around, it really does help when you can be honest about how you feel. And the good thing is that you already said that you are pursuing your passions. I'm not going to hold you. That's half the battle. It's actually figuring out what your passions are and sticking with them. Because I think a lot of times, especially post-grad, everyone's so set on finding a job that that sometimes that job precedes the passion. So if you can find somebody that's going through the same thing as you that is also choosing passion first, first of all, that's half the battle. And second of all, more power to them too because now you guys can talk about that together yeah and stick with that like honestly burnout happens so quickly when you're not doing what you actually want to do mm-hmm. so you will honestly be better off in the long run finding a career path that works for you that you actually care about rather than going down one just to do it just to compare yourself to other people and now you're burnt out because this isn't actually aligning with who you are as a person so yeah. i think you're doing that very well and honestly you said you I'm assuming you live in New York. There's thousands of people and thousands of people to compare yourself to. Just make sure you stay strong in that. Cause I understand that of knowing that there's a million people out here that are all doing better things. If not worse, I don't know. Like there's a lot of people that can really do better than you. And that doesn't have to be something that you can feel threatened by. Like you can use that as more of motivation than anything. So. Absolutely. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Um, Okay, on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next one says, Hi, beautiful. Love the podcast. I've been listening since I turned 20 in 2022. Happy. I don't know why I was going to say happy birthday. Never mind. Probably a little bit. Hey, you know, very, yeah. very belated. That part. I'm going to be traveling solo this year. And knowing how you drop gems in your podcast, would you be able to share your experiences in traveling solo slash the do's and don'ts with traveling? Much love and best wishes to type A black girls. Okay, so moms, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been to Philly by yourself. So what was that? Um, so I knew I, I, I'm a concert girly. So that's how I knew I wanted to do a solo concert because they weren't coming to the cities I was in. So I was like, well, let me see if there's any of my favorite artists that are going to be there the same weekend. 
I just got really lucky. Mac Ayers and Lizzie McAlpine were playing um, in Philly in the same weekend. So I went and the one, one, the, the biggest mistake I made is the inside of the Airbnb was beautiful, but because they don't give you the, the address until you like swipe your card or whatever, I didn't do my due diligence. Look up the surrounding streets and go on Google Maps and look at those pictures. Because when I tell you I pulled up and I was like, uh, <laughs> I said, Uber stopped. I said, what? where are we at? Where's, where's my Airbnb? This is not, the inside does not look like this is what the outside should look like. I was in the hood. Like I was in the hood. Thank the Lord I was in the hood where it's like, just really kind of don't go out at night and also just don't really make eye contact with the crackheads. That's the hood I was in. Like it was a walkable it was solidly walkable, but you you could tell like just just be safe. Yeah, I thank God you weren't near like Kensington. Mom, I don't even know what that is, but child, I was scared, and I was like, "We gonna stay inside? Like we gonna like I I was hearing sirens, real crazy. Like I really I did not tell my mom until I left. Like that's how the hood it was. Anyways, um, I will say on top of that map out a, a list of places you want to go because you can get really comfy in that bed because at the end of the day it's just enough you're you're staying in another space and you can get if you're a napper and a sloth like me you can get real comfy in that bed and just just order uber eats in another place map out the place before you get there on google maps they have like you if you utilize google maps right you can get a real type a in there my, my co-worker showed me um and you want to make sure you make the most of your trip. So pinpoint the places that, like the top five places you want to go during the time you go. At least one a day. Um, invest in good luggage and practice packing efficiently because you might have to lug it up some stairs, which I literally did. You might have to have that backpack. You might have to get up and go real quickly um, and get a good travel size everything, especially if you're doing mm -hmm. a Frontier backpack. If you know, you know. Um, and figure figure out what you're good cheaping out on. For me, really don't really care about flights, depending. Like we're not doing spirit because y'all y'all heard the Nasia's story, but I'm okay Never with doing a front. Yeah, I'm okay with doing a frontier flight, but not a frontier layover. That's that's mm. kind of that's that's my that's my boundary. And then also figure out what you absolutely need to have a guaranteed good time. For me. The Airbnb doesn't have to be crazy, but also with the luck that I've had with Airbnb, I'm kind of a hotel girly at the moment. Also, for me, I prioritize food anywhere I go. So food is my priority, making sure that if somewhere has a five-star Yelp review, I'm going there. Figure out what you need to have the best time on your trip, solo or not. What about you, moms? Um, yeah, like my friend um, from high school, um, her name is Eric. She is like the queen of solo traveling. Like she literally, right after we graduated high school, she went on a backpacking tour through Europe by herself for like a whole summer. Didn't tell anybody, just was gone. So her tips has always been like, make sure that wherever you're going, it's safe for women, for one. Um, she's not black, but like for you personally, if you are black, look up on TikTok or on Google top safe places for black women to travel if you're looking to find out where to go and wherever you are going make sure you look up if that's a city or a place where you can travel comfortably because yeah. realistically unfortunately there's a lot of places in this world that you cannot go by yourself yeah. if we're being realistic traveling solo already is scary but traveling solo in a place where they do not want you there is even scarier so yeah. first finding that 
Two, if you're going to go abroad and you're looking to find cheap options to stay, be careful with hostels. Look up the reviews ahead of time because sometimes hostels can be a little uh -uh, hit or miss. Um, Also, TikTok will be your best place and best friend for actually finding things to do. Like I've started traveling trips, I mean, planning trips around things I want to do first and then finding hotels and Airbnbs that are close to what I want to be close to. And also decide before you even plan your trip, what type of trip is it going to be? Are you there to vacation or are you there to travel? Because I think a lot of times people confuse the two. Are you there to just lay around and be on the beach and chill and have downtime? Or are you trying to be bus club, nether club, nether club, planning actual things to do? Figure that out or maybe a little bit of both. You know, you might have one day where you're just relaxing and one day where you're actually traveling. But make sure you plan your trips accordingly to what you want to get out of them. That way you're not going looking to vacation and you plan all these things to do and now you're exhausted. It feels like you need another vacation after your vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also look up the do's and don'ts of whatever city you're going to and figure out like places that you shouldn't go because realistically, this is not stuff you're going to know unless you either go there and talk to the locals or you try to do as much research as possible. Mm -hmm. So really the key is just being prepared basically. Huge, huge, huge facts. Being prepared and making sure people that you're close to at least know where you're going. So that way. Have that location. Change the location. Yeah. That's a big one. Oh my God. Make sure you have somebody checking in with you every day to make sure you're good. And a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next. Um, can you guys talk about how to set up a LinkedIn account and what to include and how to find jobs and network? Moms, I will let you take this. Um, this is funny because we just talked about LinkedIn is not everything. But if you are trying to set it up, okay, yeah. get your you know, career off the ground. Um, make sure that your LinkedIn is literally just a visual representation of your resume. That's the best way to describe it. Like if you just submitted a job application for a job and let's say you only included some job experiences on there, make sure your LinkedIn matches your most recent resume. You shouldn't be having like somebody that's your employer look up your LinkedIn and it looks different to what you said on your resume. Make sure they're aligned. Um, they should match up. Make sure you have a professional picture on there. Um, I've seen people post like Instagram type pictures as their profile picture. No Instagram filters on LinkedIn. Like just no have a straight filter. white black white background or like plain background. Get a professional picture taken if you can. But if not, just have a friend take a picture of you in a nice like business casual shirt um, in front of a white background. Um, another thing, um, make sure that your work experience actually like says what you did in a meaningful way so what Mm -hmm. i mean by that is that sometimes people will have their work experience and it's like oh i punched numbers into this system and i managed this project okay if someone's reading that they're like okay but what did you actually do like how did that matter make sure you're saying like this project helped improve the the company's metrics by 30 percent like actually quantify the impact that you made that way they can see oh like she didn't just manage this project this this project helped the company by 30 percent, or however much that percentage is you might not know those numbers but if you can just at least quantify them in some way shape or form or you if you're still working there like ask your manager how to quantify all the things that you've done so far make sure you can actually put what you did into like metrics that way somebody that's reading it can understand like oh she did a lot in her job or vice versa Um, Also, if you're looking for job hunting, set up notifications to get alerts for job areas that you're interested in. Um, I've never I've never done that on LinkedIn. I feel like I've only used like Indeed, I think. Um, But yeah, set up notifications on there because I have had friends get hired from seeing a job on LinkedIn and they've reached out to the company, the company's website after that and then applied. 
Um, and I actually got hired at L'Oreal through LinkedIn, not the notifications, but because I looked up somebody that worked at the company. He was a finance manager at L'Oreal and I looked him up. I, not, not like I didn't know his name. I just typed in finance manager at L'Oreal and I found him. He was the first result. And I just cold messaged him and I asked him like, can I set up 30 minutes to ask you about your job? And I did that. I did that also with somebody from Facebook and we still keep in contact. So like just reaching out to people, cold messaging them and being like, hey, like, can I ask you about your job is a great way to just start getting your foot in the door. And sometimes they'll reply, sometimes they don't. Don't feel discouraged if they don't. Sometimes people's LinkedIn messages get, you know, booked. Um, but yeah, I would say start there, reach out to people that you want to work for and keep that relationship going. And then hopefully, like, if you want to apply, you can list them as a reference and the reference be doing numbers for real. It really goes far. That's how I got this job was by listing Ronald as reference. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I say. And your LinkedIn is really just your visual resume. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. You don't got to do anything too crazy. Try to, if you are working or trying to like start working, you can post more if you want, if you feel comfortable doing that and just post about what you're actually doing that people know, you know, what you're up to at work. But yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. On this next the one. What'd you say? That's it. On to the next. Oh yeah. Period. We, we making good time. Um, <laughs> this next one says I'm a mixed race of black and Puerto black, white and Puerto Rican. I've always felt like I don't fit into any of those categories. I don't feel like I'm black enough or white enough or Puerto Rican enough. Yeah. Um, so mom, for us, yeah, yeah. For us, like we are full black. I don't know. I mean, if you're, if this is your first time listening, um, if y'all can't see us, we are grand, both grandparents, full black, but we were trying to figure out how do we tackle this question? And I, we had a similar question, I think probably last season. And basically we told y'all curate your social media to what you look like so that you can relate to it if because for me all of high school and probably a good bit of college all of my social media was people that didn't look like me and mm. I just I, I I didn't really like swiping but I did and you then you start comparing yourself and you're just like oh I don't like them so obviously you are you are never gonna look like Alex Earl you see what I'm saying? Like, start looking up, like, Black creators that you like their content, even your Pinterest boards. Save the things that say Black girl or Puerto Rican girl or people that look like you so you can feel a little bit welcomed when you go into those apps because it can get real unwelcoming when you click onto any of these social media apps and you're like, well, why don't I look like her? Girl, you are never going to have bone straight hair. And I, I don't know because I was sizzling my hair for a hmm. good portion of my life. Listen, mine was fried dye laid to the side. If little Faith and Anasia could see our hair now and know that we're natural girlies, Ugh. she'd be shocked. She'd be like, she's how you do that? Shaking in her boots. Like, huh? You don't, you don't sizzle your hair with no heat protectant every freak, every two weeks? Every day, because you sweat it out at volleyball practice, then you go and restrain it the next day? What? Crazy. Crazy, Crazy work. Crazy Ooh. work. And also try to... the. Your friend group. What does your friend group look like? Mm. Who, 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 who you can relate to, like maybe a Puerto Rican friend or even a mixed Puerto Rican friends that you guys can relate your guys' family stories and life stories and life problems and troubles with each other. Because if you have a full, full black, full white, full Puerto Rican, they can only relate to a portion of your life mm. and what you can, what you go through. You see what yeah. I'm saying? 
And also understanding that your identity as a mixed race person is not going to be exactly the same as theirs, like realistically. And that's okay. Like you don't have to feel like you have to go through the exact same things as somebody that might be full race Puerto Rican or full, full black or full white. Like that's not the case. And that's okay. And realistically, like figure out why you why like maybe work on yourself as well to figure out why you don't feel included. Is it the way that people are treating you is the way that you're perceiving yourself, you know? Cause sometimes I think, especially in like black spaces, most of the time we're pretty accepting of most everybody. Like, yeah. you know, on Twitter, I'd be seeing people get invited to cook out every week, you know? So it's like the little stuff. Yeah. So like, honestly, like try to maybe see why you feel that way, but also try to expose yourself to other groups and see like, okay, if I hang out with my Puerto Rican friends, how do I feel when I'm with them? Do I feel accepted? And maybe yeah. if not, maybe they're just not good friends, you know, but try yeah. to figure out what's the root of that problem and then pick away at that and try to figure out what else you can do to make yourself feel more included and more comfortable with your identity. And remembering that you are mixed race, you don't have to feel like the same as somebody that's full black feels or full white feels. And that's okay. Huge, huge, huge facts. Yeah, we hope um, that helps. I mean, we're not mitts, but we really try to like, like empathize and try to see how we can help you. So try. Okay. Um, okay. How to know when you need a break to avoid burnout. I'm currently applying for grad school straight out of undergrad and don't want to be too tired before I even start. Denise is also going to take this because I am not going back yeah. to school. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to the same, the same exact thing. So like for contents, I, I knew I wanted to get my MBA um, for a very long time. Once I decided that me wanting to be a lawyer was really just like me just trying to be extra. And I don't even want to do that realistically. Um, but I did know I want to get my MBA and I applied um, my senior year of college for the deferred MBA program at Wharton. So I'm doing that. And I basically knew that I needed that deferment period because I was like, I cannot go straight from undergrad to a master's program. Like I'm literally, I'm, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to hold you. I was really stressed and I was like, I can't do going back to back. But if I was going to do back to back, I would tell you to really figure out if that master's program is what makes you passionate. Because undergrad, I mean, you can get your undergrad degree in something and not do anything remotely related to it. That's okay. People do it all the time. Master's is like the real deal. Like you need to really be committed to whatever you're getting your master's in because you're going to be spending thousands of dollars in it. And that's how you avoid burnout is making sure that you're doing something that you actually care about. So I would say, first of all, before you even apply, just really do a lot of thoughts, make sure that you actually want to do that program. And for me, I chose an MBA, whatever program you go into, my personal approach is to find something that is broad. So that way, when you get there, you can figure out what you like. Mm -hmm. MBA, there's multiple different concentrations you can choose. You can figure it out when you get there. Whatever program you go into, just figure out why you want to be there and and keep that in mind whenever you're going through it. Because it's not going to be easy. The work is going to be the work. But the work becomes a lot easier when you actually like it. Um, I'd also say like, Think about what you do when you procrastinate. Like for me, when I'm procrastinating, I'm usually like online shopping or doing something with clothes or like shoes. Like I love doing stuff like that. So I've just realized that fashion and like really just trying random stuff on in my closet is what I do when I procrastinate. So that's something that I actually love to enjoy doing. So I just started doing that. If I like feel like I need a break from something, I'll just go try on some shoes and it'll take me, it'll, I'll burn about an hour and be like, oh, I didn't even go on my phone this entire time. Figure out what you do when you procrastinate and like make time for that because it's probably something you actually genuinely enjoy enjoy doing. You just feel bad about it because you're like, oh, I'm procrastinating. But in reality, it's probably something you actually like to do. Mm -hmm. So figure out what you do and make time for that. Um, 
And I'd also say do a reset summer if you can. Like for me, I didn't get to do this because I was working like crazy the last summer before I started working. But if I had the opportunity to, I would have done a summer where I literally did nothing. I just did nothing. It's hard. Just, which is really hard, especially if you're a type A girl and you're used to always being busy. But try to find a summer before you start your graduate program. I don't know when you're graduating undergrad, but try to limit what you do because you're going to be already busy once you start that grad program and life after after that there is no summer break so really enjoy it and eat it up soak it all in because you're not going to have a break after that realistically yeah so yeah i mean you're going to be tired but do whatever you can to make sure that you prevent burnout as soon as you can especially early on and make sure you get a good schedule when you go to school too that way you're not like working 24/7 you at least have a couple hours a week to like relax and downtime. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, we do have a few more, but um, we are going to cut it short and do the rest next episode. Um, finally, can we talk about losing our virginities? I lost mine and I sobbed, but on a serious note, I don't know how to deal with that loss. When I lost it, I lost it to a boy that I met on hinge. Yes. I know it's horrible. And then he broke up with me literally a week later. I've always seen losing my virginity as something that will feel special, but it didn't. It just felt like another thing that I did. I guess I just want to hear that what I feel is normal and parting ways with my virginity and entering into womanhood is just another part of the process of growing up. Hmm. Girly, I'm not going to hold you. I think a lot of people feel that way. You are not alone. You are not alone, girl. Listen, like, and, and you said on Hinge, girl, people however you meet them that's that's okay don't don't feel guilty for however you met that man honestly that is not your fault and realistically don't blame yourself for the whole situation at all but we wanted to say that we're gonna have a full episode on all of this um when is that next season long season eight yeah yeah we're gonna have a full season on this so we're gonna dive way deeper into this but we wanted to let you know that don't feel bad for one don't feel like you did anything wrong like you are okay and i there's not many people that I've ever met that have had positive virginity experiences. Like it's it was the best thing ever. Really insane. Or just like, how did, why did that happen? Or there was a lot of laughing. Like there, there yeah. there's so many different variations of what losing your virginity can look like the good, the bad and the ugly. And we're going to deep dive into it. And I will say this is growth for us because like even starting the podcast, like we were just like, this is going to come up eventually. This is gonna yeah. come. We knew it was gonna come up. We knew, and we knew y'all was waiting because people love the juicy stuff. We love the juicy stuff, and that's why we're gonna have an entire episode for season eight, which is definitely I feel like it's gonna be our best season yet. And we're really gonna deep dive into the things that I feel like you guys have been wanting to talk about. But it's just like with us, like starting corporate, we just we didn't know how to how, how the frick do you talk about this? We'll talk and about that. Co-workers the next day, and they right. listen to it because some of them listen to this. I was like, what? realistically how much do we want to share but we do want to help the girlies out but before we do that we just wanted to let you know that like because we know this is not something you probably want to wait until season eight to hear but we do want to let you know that it's okay if it didn't feel special you realistically are that's not your man that's not 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 your husband and there will be another man that will make you feel even more special the specialness that you deserve it doesn't have to be just on your virginity it could be with whoever you decide to be with so don't feel bad about it don't feel like you lost a part of yourself it's it's not every single person goes through it and not every person's experience is all peaches and roses so i don't know in 
from any of my friends losing their virginity stories, I haven't heard any peaches or roses stories. Honestly, the media and books romanticize it so much. I feel like eventually it will get that way to whoever your person is or like a really good like when I stand or something like that. But the first time, peaches and cream? Hmm. We're not professionals. Who is? Who is? Well. Well. Well, there are. <laughs> Insane. There is a profession. But I'm just saying, like, realistically, we're just girls. Just girls. Just girls. And a lot of us. Yeah, a lot of us did not get the birds and bees talk. Oh, listen, let's talk about that. Okay. So, you know, it is totally fine. Talk about it to your friends. I will say, like, just just a little snippet and we can go on to the next because I do want this for the full episode. But my, when I lost my virginity, I... I was the last one to lose it. Again, late bloomer of all my, all my whole friend group. I was telling everybody individually and somebody spilled the beans to another one of my friend group. And I just felt so betrayed because that was my thing that I wanted to mm, say. Yeah. You know? So everybody's losing your virginity stories and like losing your virginity lore is, is, is different. It's okay if it didn't feel special. It's okay if there were candles. It's okay if maybe it hurt. It is okay, and it will get better eventually. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of understand your sense of like feeling like, oh my god, I only had one shot at the first time, and I'm like mourning yes. that because you held it. Yeah, you held it for so long, and it's like, damn, it's gone, and it's I don't even like the way it happened. Yeah, yeah. The Listen, perfection of it all. Oh, it, yeah. You're not gonna be perfect at it. Maybe not even the twentieth time. But let's go ahead and get into um, the hot topics of it all. And this kind of aligns a little bit with virginity. Um, everybody's pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that, that's the opposite. Shoot. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the complete 180. Bro, why is Halle Bailey let that man get her pregnant? I just can't believe that DDG got a little mermaid pregnant. Moms. That's sentence? Imagine saying a sentence in the pandemic. Nobody would have believed you. <laughs> Nobody freaking would have believed you. Did oh, he yes, the Twitch streamer? Come on. I need everybody. Be very, very for real. What the Immediately. Fuck? What is going on? What's going on? And then sexy red, that baby in that in that stomach like a tumble dryer, bro. Just boom, 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 boom. Like boots in a dryer. Frick, that baby is got a headache. She just throwing it back. I get it. You got to make your money vibes, but also you got that lady pregnant. It's on brand. My son need a new pappy. Hey. She, I, she stays true to who she is. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Setsy Red, I, I saw that. I said, oh, okay. But it was Hallie that really hurt me. It's like, okay, well, I mean, I mean, now we know that. I mean, she done lied that she's not pregnant, but it's like, moms, we, we see them baggy, baggy outfits. Mm. That baggy dress, I think the BT Awards? Mm-hmm. Girl, that thing was baggy. Like I said, we ain't had a skin tight moment in a long time, huh? It's not just because it's fall. Not because we got to wear coats. She's choosing. Look, it's only October, babes. Thanks. It's not that cold. Hey, it's not that cold, Hallie. Yes. We're on to you. 
<laughs> Love you. Can can DDG? Unfortunately, he has to be in the picture. Can he just go ahead and put that Burberry shirt on and be? Can, can we switch into reveal? Can we make the meatballs and go? Come on, like it's it's getting a little old. Let's just tell the truth. You are a public figure. Come on, please. Come on. <laughs> but n- none of the type. There will not be no type A black babies anytime soon. My, my sister gonna ask me. Uh, so when you having kids? Girl, I just wanted to see. What? I just face. I Facetime you to see how you was doing today. Why are you worried about my uterus? There will be no type of black babies anytime soon. My mom already has her grandma name picked out, but I said, Charity, what do you text my phone for this? Talking about something. I got my grandma name ready. Well, well, okay, keep it for safekeeping for the next eight years, babe. I don't know what to tell you. That no sir. I told everybody no, 28 at the earliest. Now, if y'all see me pop up with a baby earlier, do not bring up this clip. But <laughs> they got us in 4K, moms. They got us in 4K. Literally, literally. Uh, but at, at the moment, because the thing is, when I was 20, I thought I was going to be married with one kid minimum at 25. And I ain't about to turn 24 in a month. Hmm. So, I... I would, I'm going to try to plan for my 28 year old self, but if it happens that I'm not going to say anything earlier, I'm not going to put nothing in the world. <laughs> no, no, no. Frick no. I just, I, here's the thing. As long as I see all six, as long as I visit all six continents, that is when I'll be ready. And I've already hit Europe and we're going to Bali for our um, honeymoon. So yeah, that's two right hey. now. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, no. listen, um, they got it. <laughs> Let's just say that y'all already know. I mean, I, I already knew from a very young age, I was not going to be the pregnant friend. Now, now if, the, if something heaven forbid happens and y'all get this clip, don't put me in 4k. You got me. If Danasia gets, if Danasia has a type of black baby before me, the whole world will be flipped upside down. Can you imagine? That Instagram post? <laughs> shares on that one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What did this work? And how do the, the type of black girl post would be, they'd be like, uh, oh, didn't you? Did you just say? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because at the end of the day, this was a type P pregnancy. Unplanned. Type U. Type Z. <laughs> we, at the end of the alphabet. Let me tell you. That would be type Z. If you had a kid before me, that would be extremely type Z. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. I don't even want to dwell on that because that's scary. I know. I was going to say, I feel like not even talking about it. No must. No must. No more. Speaking of crazy people, Jada Pinkett Smith, keep talking. Anything blue face, Jada, sexy. Anything they say, and Krishan. Is against my will. I'm gonna add Queen Naja in there just for shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> She's always a culprit. She's always guilty. She's actually always guilty. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> did, I, did I send my COVID over to you, friend? Um. Oh my God. No, literally, like, I don't know why this lady keeps dragging Will through the mud. Like, I genuinely feel so bad because I'm just like, why? Why am I hearing new details about their marriage every day? Mom, remember? 
I don't know if you saw, but she's talking about some, yeah, when he he slapped Chris Rock and called um called me his wife, I was shocked too, because like he hadn't called me his wife for some time. He got blacklisted from the Oscars, and you talk about I'm your wife. First of all, I'm really shocked. She said, first of all, I'm really shocked because mind you, I'm not there. We haven't called each other husband and wife in a long time. She was trying to display his love for his wife. Probably a last ditch effort. And she over here daydreaming about Tupac. Both bald. I just, I don't know. I just saw this and I, I, I had to make that comment. I, it's, it's really blowing me. Like, why would you say that? Nothing to the bald girlies, but she just irks me. So that, that was a dig. Um, um uh, yeah. on, on, I mean, Sexy Red has been pretty prevalent in this episode, but somebody said finding out Sexy Red, a gang member was not on my bingo card today. Somebody going to say, did you think the red was for Delta? I saw that. I said it. I said, don't bring 1913 into this, but it literally couldn't have been Sexy Red, a Delta. Did she go to college? Baby, them two words, not even the same sentence. Could it Bro, let's talk about the girl that ate 48 oysters. Oh, how did we forget, Mom? Mom, Mom, the, the slurping? First of all, I didn't even know you could order 48. You could order that many in one sitting. What restaurant was this that had 48 oysters on hand ready for this lady? I'm like, I'm, I'm blown. The whole bikini bottom, Mom, the band? Bro, she ate Patrick, Clementa, Pearl. Fish. <laughs> that whole lineage is done. Done. Gonzo. Donzo. I said, I said, I can't even be mad at him because if I saw a grown man down 48 oysters in front of me, I too would be a little disgusted. But hey, mom, 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 mom. Here's the thing. Okay. 48 oysters, three lemon drops, potatoes. How does one stomach hold that much? She was on that toilet. Beatboxing. <laughs> Mind you, it's 12 a.m. We can't wear the nature's hat. Mind you, drums. <laughs> Bro, that is like level 10, like poop. Like, that's like, that lady on that plane? I was about to say, that's giving Delta shits. That's the lady that shit all down the, the aisle of the Delta plane? Yeah. That was her. She, too, had 40 oysters, three lemon drops, and eight potatoes before that plane. <laughs> Couldn't make it. But then she was mad that he walked out. He invited you out for drinks. He was in your DMs for, I guess, 1,700 years. He invited you out for drinks for, that's just unladylike. Be a lady. Perhaps the lady a salad? She said, perhaps not. <laughs> Unserious lady. Like, I, I've never in life seen anything like that. Mom, and so I'm thinking, so, I like, I don't know. It didn't pass my mind, like, what this lady looked like, but I, I didn't ask, but Twitter gave me what she looked like. She looked like she had some cooth in the corn, but also with the BBL. So it was like, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know what she looked like. I just knew the uncouthly decorum of her actions. Well, think of a light-skinned ant. That's what she looked like. 
Because I'm trying to see what in what what image is coming up in my head. A light skinned ant? A light skinned Atlanta ant. BBL. Oh, Atlanta. Well, there you yeah. go. You need to add the Atlanta for color. Right, Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. Oh my God. Not that her face looks like Ant, it's just the belt it gave the ant smoothie. But that the build always gives that. I be I be I mean, you know, I it's just the forty eight. I'm just always an oyster bar. Yes. Well, that adds, now I feel like I got to defend her at least a little bit because she came there, she knew what she was getting herself into. She came there with a mission. You should never eat 48 of everything, of anything. Kim Possible wouldn't even have completed that mission. And that was her job. Look, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. She came to the oyster bar with a mission. He took her to the oyster bar though realistically i don't maybe if it, was, it wasn't all you could eat like no that's the thing like if it was a challenge sure that is the only time you should be eating over mm, 25 i'll give it 20 24 of anything wait i'm seeing no because remember, remember when they talked about gluttony as a sin i'm watching this video again mom but i don't think i've watched the full thing she, but, no 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 she 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 was dead wrong because i'm seeing her stack the plates mom the and the thing is did you did you listen to the video yes I, i'm okay do you hear the sounds she's she's throwing them back like shots mom please turn it up so they can hear the sounds Horseman came out. It was looking at me crazy. I ain't even gonna fuck. I'm coming anyway. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Now I wanna do it all day, but I did do all day. It was so good. I was just like, mm. it was just so good. Like, I just. She's literally slurping. She's literally moaning at appropriate oysters. Moms, here's the thing. I tried my first oyster when I was in Guad. Tastes like snot. Uh, snot with some with some lemon. Because they were like, squeeze it. And the thing is, the char grilled ones were no better. Just tastes like a grilled snot. Piece of snot. I, I didn't enjoy it. I just said, I'm not paying for it. Let me try it. Mm-mm. No. The slurping noises. Gluttony. Gluttony ain't cute. I, I just can't. I can't get behind it. I... I didn't know it was an oyster bar that gives her a little bit of credit because it was an oyster bar. I thought she was at a random restaurant ordering the oysters. And I'm thinking, what restaurant just got 48 oysters ready for her like that? Oyster bar does make sense, but I still will not give her the benefit of the doubt because... 15 a dozen. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I just... And you can't get mad at the man for leaving you. I mean, he paid for the drinks. Shout out to him because I wouldn't have done that. I'd have been like paid thirty for forty eight. That's kind of a good deal. That's an amazing deal. But again, you should not ingest forty eight of anything. Someone commented, fifteen a dozen is a steal." So I just got to get it. That's sick. Someone talking about some okay crab legs. Okay, cool. I can bust it down. I'm not the biggest fan of crab legs, but I get it. But boys, even no forty eight crab legs also is gluttonous. I I I. There is crab legs, I'd argue, is worse. There's more meat in that. Like, and, this and is just you, a you gotta do work. You gotta crack it, dip it, crack, dip. Like, you gotta put the bib on. Huh, you gotta put your hair back. 
that's a whole workout and that's an olympic sport eating crab legs or crawfish the one time i went to a crawfish spot that smell stayed in my hair and my clothes for a little literal like a whole week no i'm hot and juicy crack the head off you gotta see them crack the head off and slurp the body No, I can't get behind it. I can't get behind I, it. I am fortunate. I'm not the biggest seafood girly. I'll, I'll I'll eat it here and there, but it's not like I'll be like I'm really craving a, some shrimp. I'm really I really want to just rip a crawfish head off today. I've never in life thought that that spread in like Louisiana where they have a little corn cob and the, and the potatoes. I want to be sitting at that picnic table. I know it busts. I see the videos. I hear people talk about. It. I know it busts. Just not for me, babe. Not for me. For y'all, though. Give me a rack of ribs. Mm. I'll tear a rack. A lamb? A lamb chop? I love me a lamb chop. Take me get a rack of ribs with a side of mac and cheese and some beans and some greens. Side of cornbread? And corn of the cob? Yeah. And a nice iced tea? Yeah. I was waiting for the iced tea. Like, I was like, maybe we're doing some... Yeah, same page, same page. No, no, literally, even a, 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 a dirty lemonade, if you will. Ah, a little on, on the a, a little muddy water, yeah. Okay, I can, I can get behind that, yeah. I can get behind that, a little with extra sugar. Yeah. Yeah, they should be putting sugar on everything. <laughs> Bro, when I tell you, people have been calling me out for this, like, all week. That on my salt, okay, just because I bring extra salt to places does not mean I have a salt problem. It means season properly. Do they not be having salt at the table? Sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. So I just bring some salt with me. Wow, I have never, I've heard hot sauce in the bag. I mean, that would also, that was also the first time I heard that. But salt in the bag, never heard of it. I used to have salt packets ready to go in my like car in the, just in case. Salt and pepper. And sugar too. When I go to places, half the time if I go to Starbucks, I'm like, throw an extra packet of sugar in there. Maybe. <laughs> I will say, the Navy does drink a lot of water, so I genuinely do think it balances out. Oh, no, it definitely balances. I drink, like, every time I go to work, they'd be like, you hydrated enough? Because I'd be having this big-ass jug at my desk. Yeah. Like, I chug water daily, like, at least half a gallon. So I, yeah. think it, I think it adds up. And also, I take biotin. So, like, yeah. you got to, biotin will break you out if you do not drink a lot of water. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to drink your water. So I feel like it balances out, too. Yeah. And I drink a lot of fruits. I eat a lot of fruits and veggies. So yeah. my little salt packet, you know. Yeah, balance. a little extra sugar uh, now and then. Here and there. Look. Yo, yo, no added sugar diet would have killed me. Bro, yeah, I'm doing this. Uh, bro, I'm also doing this fast from 6, from 6 a.m. to 12. I'm about to be skinny by my birthday. I can tell you that right now. From 6 a.m. <laughs> from 16 to 12 no eating because i'm doing this fast like this like soul cleansing fast my mom's doing this whole thing i'm following her she said it's 40 days but 30 days is gonna have to be mine because i'm not not eating from 6 a.m to 12 on that cruise we paid good money for this food and i'm gonna eat it um mm-hmm. yeah i'm doing 30 day um soul cleansing fast no, no only only water 6 a.m to 12 and then also for let's see for a week i'm gonna do no sugar <laughs> Probably what just fruit. I think fruit, fruit and almond milk are the thing is what I'm gonna give myself because 
I have to have my smoothie. That's just what I do for my breakfast. But yeah, yeah I'm going to be skinny if I do follow it. And I'm going to have to because like 24 on the beach, naked vibes, got to give, you know, in no, the gym. easy, easy. No, literally, like, I, I, I know I can't do that. I know I just simply can't. It takes God's strongest and I just don't have the strength. Like even even going vegetarian, like I know I'm gonna slip up and eat a nugget, <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna throw off everything because you're about Literally, so I, you know, like sometimes you just gotta take one for the team, charge to the game. The black bean burgers aren't won't do it. I I tried it. I think for a month. Oh, I, I had one, and I said this is heinous. <laughs> black bean burgers, absolutely not. I hated it. I literally sat there at a little vegetarian spot at, at the team lunch looking around sad because I was like, I'm about to be hungry all day. <laughs> okay, I get that. I get that. I, my my stepmom was vegetarian growing up, so she would um we would have like black bean burger nights or whatever, and she would we'd have rice and black bean burger the cut up and, and broccoli. And I was like, okay, dinner. I can get behind a buffalo cauliflower though. That I can do. Uh, I don't like buffalo. See, I told my friend, I told, we went out to all go, go get some, some dinner, and I said, just close your eyes. It tastes like chicken if you concentrate hard enough. He said, Danage, I'm not listening to you. I said, okay. I said, all right, sorry. <laughs> tastes like chicken if you concentrate hard enough. I was really trying. That was the point where I was really trying. Like, no sugar. I wasn't even carrying no salt packets. I was just, like, fighting through. I was trying to be healthy so bad. And I said, you know what? Life's too short to not eat good. You know? Bro, bro, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm like, my goal all year has been to like get to my Dreamville body. And that's just, I was eating salads for a week and I truly was so miserable. Like that was one of the most miserable points of the full year, eating salads for a full week. Now I did slip up and eat eat some Chipotle, but I got a healthy Chipotle bowl. So technically that was kind of like a salad. Kinda. Well, regardless, the strawberries that I've been buying expire the day after I buy them. They already mess up with the food, bro. It's it's already a lot of preservatives and chemicals all in our food. It stresses me out thinking about it, so I'm not gonna think about it too hard. But it's like realistically, unless you are home growing your own stuff, and even then, not doing that. You like realistically, unless we are on a farm, I cannot guarantee that every single thing I'm putting in my body, even fruit and vegetables, are safe and have and healthy. So, I don't know. And not, not that I'm not really worried about it being safe. I just want to see my body look right. Safe or not. Does my body look right? <laughs> safe or not is crazy. I mean, how can I check? There's no, there's no there's scanner no, that says safe. There's no one that says, yep, this is real meat. Like, this we don't know. That could know? be a fake cow. No moo. Bro, somebody was saying that the cow is eating cow. I said, no, don't tell me, don't that. Tell me that. Don't tell me that, bro. Because I got to have my tacos, bro. Don't tell me that. Well, eating cow? Eating cow. They're feeding cows. I said, cannibalism on the farms? Bro, I forgot. No, there was some girl in high school I knew. She was very into like weird spirit stuff. Like she was one of them girls. She was like, yeah, like sometimes meat makes you sick because whatever the cow was going through, you're going through. I said, girl, what? Shut up. I said, don't say that. She said, well, you know how those cows live. They're all packed into these these breeding farms. Like, the cars stressed. I mean, the cow is stressed and depressed. 
you're going to be stressed and depressed because that energy never dies. And when I tell you, I went home and I sat down and I said, what the hell? I asked my mom, I was like, what's going on? She said, don't listen to that crazy lady. I said, you're right. Oh, no. Now I get older, I'm like, was she onto something? I don't know. I think there's a small thread. She yeah. She might be onto something. Yeah. But yeah. And we're going to keep it. Yeah. Because I said, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, the burger tastes the same. Um, But we're getting to Lulu. Yeah, a little bit. A lot of it. A little Lulu. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. This is a great first episode. This is a great I mean, first episode. We're going to continue going through the rest of these um, calls in the request line as the season goes on. Since some of them were submitted later. Um, but keep them coming. Um, we have our link tree free suggestion bots. If you guys want to submit any dilemmas, they're always anonymous. We have no idea who you are. You can type as much or as little as you want. Um, and we usually try to answer within one or two episodes. Um, yeah. And the link tree is an Instagram. I don't think we say that pretty often, but link tree is an Instagram and also in our show notes. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like maybe this season I can just add the link tree to this episode. Yeah. And, and you especially can- on YouTube as well. Yeah, we have all of our links in that link tree. So I'll you guys can find that in the description of this episode. But um, yeah, moms. Hey, yeah. happy season seven to us. That part. Okay. We love y'all and we will see y'all for the next nine episodes. Bye. <laughs>